0: Alright, a a review of the new Game of Thrones, whoops, I mean, Lord of the Rings episode, looking at it from an identity politics perspective. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Watching the new House House of the Dragon, no, the Lord of the Rings thing. And it's just like She-Hulk, it's just like House of the Dragon. Like, the main character is a woman who is right about everything, and all the men around her are idiots, and just everything they say is just obviously wrong. I mean... Anyways, but here's my thought on that, is that if you think of, you know, I don't know, like movies from the 80s, like... I don't know, Schwarzenegger movies? I don't know. Anyways, it's the same thing. It's just the the main person is a superhero. They're right about her, you know, they're stronger, they're better looking, and they're right about every single thing. And then everyone else around them is an idiot to show how good they are. So the idea that a girl being right about everything surrounded by men who are all stupid idiots, it's not really any different from the old days where it was a man who was right about everything and he was surrounded by men who were stupid idiots. So I think I need to get over that or people may need to get over that. But it's more noticeable. I will say, testosterone does a certain thing to one's brain that makes them kind of monomaniacal about achieving glory. And so, it's jarring to see all these women who, you know, they may look like a woman, but according to the writing, their brain has been bathed in more testosterone than any human being has ever had. More than Genghis Khan or whoever. I don't know, and there's a scene, so Galadriel, uh, she's the main character, she's the the blonde woman who has crazy testosterone running through her neurons, apparently. Anyways, she's leading an army, or a battalion, or something like that. A small, you know, maybe 20, 20 elves, and they run into a snow troll, whatever that is, and it looks pretty cool. It throws giant icebergs of ice and like just totally kills like a bunch of elves with one throw of these things. But anyways, uh you know, the twenty men that are under her charge can't do anything against it. So she just so she she kills it. She you know, she's like she has like kung fu powers or something, and she just she jumps over this and runs under you know and slides under that and you know, she can almost fly whatever, that's fine. But then at the end of it, she's like, that ain't shit, and we're heading forward. And then all the men are like, "Uh, nope, we're pussies. And they're like, we're turning back. (laughs) I mean, basically, the thing would be totally realistic. If it was one man leading like 20 women to their deaths, and all the women were like, no, we're not going there, we're going to get killed. And they all decided to go back... And the man's like, yeah, but I'm a man and I want to go. I mean, anyways, I don't know, it's, uh, it's turning stuff on its head. Interesting. And so it's just a fantasy world and it's like, I mean, I'm only, I'm 17 minutes in. But so this fantasy world is like, what would, you know, what stories would you have if women with small female bodies were stronger than men and their brains were bathed in more testosterone. And then big strong men, actually their brains were bathed in estrogen. And then they were super weak even though they look strong. And then, uh, I don't know, you get this show. And the Rings of Power. Rings of Power. This is the Ring of Power. The House of the Dragon one. At least there the girl is powerful because she has a dragon. This has no reason. This is just like if you weigh a hundred and five pounds, you're the strongest thing ever. I mean meh 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 meh. Alright, I have the internet in front of me, so I looked up Morphid Clark. She's the star of the show, blonde girl. She's five foot four and weighs hundred and fifteen pounds. Makes me think. I had a girlfriend once who was a hundred and four pounds. She had like a heart condition that kept her thin and She always looked really good. But so I've been watching reviews, you know, people who aren't calling it woke necessarily, so they don't have a dog in the fight to call it bad. And it seems like generally the consensus is that it's too slow. But I will say up until the first 17 minutes, it's not slow at all. And in fact, it's the beginning of it. I don't know, the first 10, 12 minutes are like this awesome guy went on this awesome adventure. But like, you know, however long it took me to just say those words, this awesome guy went on this awesome adventure. It's like they show you clips of that guy and that awesome adventure, and then they move on. It's like you you never see him again. You never hear any more about that adventure. And it seems like, you know, like that awesome guy and that awesome adventure that you just showed clips of for a second, like that would have been a super sweet show to watch, but anyways, but then they move on, and they're like, and then this other awesome adventure happened, and that's how long you hear about it, and then another awesome adventure happened, you know, they're like, you know, and they're saying, oh, that happened a thousand years ago, and that happened 500 years ago, but, um, I don't know, it's the, uh, you're supposed to show and not tell, you don't say that someone had an awesome adventure, you show the awesome adventure, but anyways, they're not, they're not following the rule, they're telling you that someone had an awesome adventure, and I guess you just gotta believe them. Oh, and it looks great. Everything in this looks fabulous. This is the best looking TV show that has ever existed. I don't know what number two is, but this thing is way better than number two. Like when the troll throws an iceberg at a bunch of elves. I mean, it looks like an iceberg just knocking them off their feet like bowling pins. It's awesome. And then they show like vistas and cities and oceans and blah, blah. It all looks great. I mean, it looks as good as... You know, I don't know what has the best special effects. So, you know, whatever the best Marvel movie is, it looks as good as that. All right, now we're getting into the Hobbits. So they don't have the rights to Hobbits, I guess. Like, Hobbits don't exist until a thousand years after this timeline that they have the Amazon bought the rights to. Anyways, so they got these things called Harfoots. They're like, these ain't Hobbits, they're Harfoots. And so that was that was just for some that was some legal BS, whatever. You know, everyone who watches the Lord of the Rings thing expects to see some hobbits. So they got some hobbits. But I just want to say, so if you got hobbits, then you got to give them, like, giant things. You know, like, a hobbit doesn't stand next to a little bush. A hobbit stands next to some, you know, exaggerated-sized tree or something, so it makes them look small. Anyways, there's a part that I enjoyed. There's a hobbit carrying a rabbit. And I don't know the name of, like, the, the world's largest rabbits, but they're really cool. Like they're so huge and they're so cute and they're so awesome looking. So anyways, basically, you know, all the hobbits are just normal-sized people, actors-wise. But they just went and got like the world's largest rabbit and gave it to one of them to carry it around like it was a small rabbit, and it looks cool. I guess if the hobbits had dogs like in a movie, you'd have to give them something that's, you know, like a Saint Bernard, but it would be you'd have to give them something that's the size of a Saint Bernard, but it looks like a uh, I don't know, Chihuahua, I mean exaggerated Labrador, something like that. All right, and then woke, anti-woke. Um, so some of the hobbits, I'm just going to call them hobbits. Some of the hobbits are black, some of them are white. That's fine. I mean you know, that's how the world is. But the problem with the Lord of the Rings is all these time scales are like a thousand years. like you did a thousand years of this, and then you did a thousand years of that. And so it's just a little funny that, like, a hobbit village would still have white people and black people. I don't see any mixed-race people. You know, like, a thousand years later, they would all be, you know, whatever your average mixed-race thing is. And there doesn't seem to be any Asian hobbits. I don't know why. Asians can get fucked, like always, I guess. And they're eating berries that are like blackberries, but they're... I don't know, they're about three times bigger than your normal largest Blackberry. So, I guess that's special effects. Let's say this. So, um, ah, hell, I'm not even barely into this goddamn show. The main elf girl smoking hot. The main hobbit is a girl. And she's smoking hot, too. Okay, ask and you shall receive. So, the main hobbit girl, she's... She's a blonde Australian, although they, all the hobbits in this show look like they have a bird's nest on their hair mixed with dreadlocks. But um, anyways, she's white as hell. And anyways, in the show, her dad is white and her mom is black. So I guess they're not going to go into it, but instead of, you know, if you have a white mom and a black, sorry, a white dad and a black mom, then you get a mixed race child... That's not how it works apparently in this world. You just, you randomly get a white daughter. I don't know. Maybe you always get a white daughter if you got a mixed race kid. What would have been a mixed race kid in real life. I don't know. And yeah, yeah, that's racist. But it just makes me think of this thing I said previously that I, I didn't come up with. But this is like kind of like a prequel to the Lord of the Rings trilogy of movies and the Hobbit trilogy of the movies. And there's, I don't know, there's basically no black elves or black hobbits in those movies, and so I just wonder if someday they're gonna have to have a show that, and who it could be this show, I think the show's supposed to go for five seasons. If it doesn't, if it's not a failure, um, they'll have to explain why between this time and then a thousand years later there are no more black elves and black uh, hobbits, black dwarfs, black everything. I think there was a black human in one of the Hobbit movies. Yeah, there was. I think didn't have any lines, but she's like in a crowd scene. Anyways, that would be an interesting story. They're probably not gonna deal with that story. It'd probably be a more interesting story than the story they are gonna write. Alright, so this main hobbit girl, she's she's the only hobbit who wants to go off and see the world. It's um it made me look up testosterone impulsivity on Google. So here's what Google says. You know Google has those little things where they, you don't have to read the, you don't have to cl- do a second click, they'll just tell you right there. Anyways, testosterone is an anabolic androgenic steroid hormone involved in brain development, reproduction, and social behavior. Several studies have shown that testosterone can cause impulsivity in humans, which in turn is linked with mood-related psychiatric disorders and higher risk of death by suicide. But anyways, if you ever heard of impulse control, where it's like, Hey, is it a good idea to get in a fight with a cop or not? You know, your your impulse control either says, Hell no, it's not a good idea, or, you know, if you got poor impulse control, You're like, hell yeah, let's fight this cop. Anyways, impulse control is related to, 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 to testosterone. And so this hobbit girl is like not going around and just defeating, whatever, Monsters and men and sword battles at all times. But uh, once again, I guess, uh, you know, a good woman character. When you're writing a woke show, all the women look like normal women, because that's the actress. And then they have a bunch of traits of, like, crazy high testosterone on the brain. And that's just science. And I don't know, like, I think it's because men write the shows... I mean, here's the question. I do I know I have I have I've had at least one lady listener. It's like, "Hey ladies, do you like women characters who are super high on testosterone?" I mean, maybe you do. I mean, I like, you know, I love I used to love Arnold Schwarzenegger, which was just like, "Give me a man super high on testosterone just killing everyone." And maybe that's what ladies like too. For some reason, I was thinking that women wouldn't want their main Lady characters to be high on testosterone, just killing everyone. But maybe everyone just likes high testosterone. High T. And I don't think I made it clear, but like, you know, if all the hobbits, what they do is they stay close to home and they never go off and do anything crazy, then, you know, going off and seeing the world, that would be an impulsive behavior indicating high testosterone on the brain. And I've talked about it before, but there's a skateboard documentary, Girls, about girls who skateboard, and one of the girls, transitions and gets put on testosterone injections and all of a sudden it's not just that she's stronger but she's she becomes fearless like you know when she was a normal girl she uh, was afraid to get hurt and was afraid to do giant jumps and destroy her body but when they put her when they hopped her up on a massive amount of testosterone she didn't give a shit she's like I'll, I'll jump off of anything and I don't care if it you know breaks three ribs Alright, and obviously I'm just talking about whatever the hell I want to talk about here. So they keep eating these, these hobbits keep eating these giant blackberries. And the thing about them is they're not, you know like a blackberry is made of a bunch of little parts or whatever. That part is not any bigger, it's just that the berry itself is enormous. So it doesn't look quite right. So anyway, so I went and looked it up. And there's something called ARS, which stands for Agricultural Research Service. And I think it's related to the uh, United States Department of Agriculture. And anyways, they've got something called the Columbia Giant, which is just, it's a blackberry the size of your thumb. I mean, it's super long. Like, all the little berry parts are not any bigger, but it's just super long. I mean, it looks like a, I'll just leave it at the size of your thumb. So that must have been kind of fun. You're like, you're making the show, you got these hobbits, and you're just like, and they're eating snails. So you just, you go online, you're like, what are the largest snails in the world? And you get a whole bunch of, like, the, I think they're called African snails. You get a whole bunch of those African snails, and you can buy them as pets. And they're like, what's the largest berry in the world? And they're like, oh, they got a genetically modified berry from the Department of Agriculture that's huge, and you buy a bunch of those. And like I was saying, the special effects are good. And what's kind of interesting, it seems like they got a lot of birch trees. It doesn't matter. It's not birch. Whatever those kind of trees are that have, like, paper white bark. In any case, it seems like in this world, it's always fall. Like the trees do not have green leaves. They all have like yellow leaves, like brilliant golden yellow leaves or fire red leaves. It's like, uh, you know, I mean, it's CGI. It's computer generated. And uh, why wouldn't you make it so that every tree is constantly uh, in fall with just super spectacular leaf colors? All right, I looked it up. It's the giant African land snail. Go on YouTube and look those suckers up. They make amazing pets. And I'm sure, you know, half the population is like, ooh, that's gross. The other half is like, man, that thing is cool. They're not that slimy, and they're freaking huge. They're, they're, They're so huge. I'll say this. There's a YouTube channel called Clint's Reptiles, and the guy is just such a dweeb. Man, he's got crazy stuff. It's not just reptiles. He'll get snails on there. He'll get... Whatever on there. Whales, snails, whales, reptiles. Check him out if you are interested in interesting types of uh, animals that might possibly be a pet. Turtles, bugs, rats, scorpions, etc. All right, and then we got the uh, black elf who is in love with the white woman, human. And the humans don't approve, the elves don't approve. I mean, I think the show's kind of saying, like... The show is uh, trying to have it both ways or something. Where it's like, hey, remember in America when America was racist as hell and black men and white women shouldn't get together? But this show is kind of like, oh, well, they shouldn't get together because they're elf and human. But basically it's heavy-handed. It's not a black elf and a black human or a white elf and a white human that shouldn't get together. You know, it's... uh, There's a YouTube channel that calls it um, Guess Who's Coming to Second Dinner. Or Guess Who's Coming to Second Lunch. I forget what he says about it. But anyways, it's like there's a famous movie with Harry Belafonte or whoever it was about uh, a black man dating a white woman. And it was a a big hit movie in the 60s, I believe. So they're kind of recreating that and then pretending it's because they're elf and human. But it's really because they're black and white. I guess that's another thing. Like... So this show has elves and humans wanting to fuck. Um, the Lord of the Rings movies have elves and humans wanting to fuck. You know, and they're always like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna live for five thousand years, and you're gonna be dead in ten years, or whatever. You're gonna, you only live for eighty years." But um, like I used to play Dungeons and Dragons, and in Dungeons and Dragons there was something called a half elf. It was the offspring of an elf and a human. The Lord of the Rings is just like nothing but. Elves and humans getting busy, you know, going through the motions of impregnating each other. I don't know, you know, maybe they can't. Maybe they're a different species, and you can't impregnate. Maybe an elf cannot impregnate a human, or vice versa. But anyways, it seems like if you got thousands and thousands of years of this, the only thing you'd have would be half-elves, or, you know, partial-elves. You'd be like, oh, I'm 10% elf, I'm 90% elf, vice versa. And I think the hobbits... I mean, I don't know. I don't know why why the elves wouldn't screw the hobbits. Basically, thousands of years, this show should be nothing... Every single person, every single person in this show should be a mixture of hobbit, elf, human, and black and white. And they don't allow Asians, so that would be it. And we haven't gotten to the orcs yet, but we'll see. And apparently the humans are considered, like, the way black people were considered back in... I don't know, almost slavery days, you know, maybe right after slavery ended or something where white people considered black people to to be subhuman. So all the elves are telling the black elf, like, you know, don't have any feelings for those humans, they're all subhuman. Humans. Humans are subhuman. There you go. Don't be falling in love with that subhuman white human girl. Smoking hot, obviously. Alright, I finished watching it. Um, I would say it's it's not that bad. It's kind of kind of good. It gets slower as it goes. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to... I just watched the first episode. I haven't watched the second episode. Who knows of that. Supposedly, it doesn't have the dwarves. The black dwarf lady is not in the first episode. So I don't know about the dwarves. That's supposed to be pretty good in the second episode. But this is the Anti-Woke Podcast. And so we talk about identity politics. And so a lot of it is like... You know, you got you get elves and humans as a stand-in for black and white racism, you know, 150 years ago. You got hobbits that are supposed to know they're supposed to not go out on big journeys as a stand-in, I guess, for, you know, 1950s women were supposed to stay at home and barefoot and pregnant or something. And actually, that's fine. I mean... You know, you you can't you can't reinvent the wheel every single time. So they're just they're using these fantasy characters, and what are they gonna write about? I mean, you know, right now it's popular to write about identity politics and how white men are evil and they fucked over black people or they fucked over white women and et cetera. And you know, so you can use that as a little bit of a thing for your story. You know, you know, it almost writes itself, doesn't it? And like I say, you know, I don't I don't care if it's woke, it just has to be good. And I don't know. This one is it's borderline. It's borderline good enough for all the wokeness. But the one thing I wanna say, it's it's boy, it's it's like House of the Drag House of the Dragon, yeah, you know, it's like a lot of shows nowadays where it's like uh, so there's you know, there's this blonde girl and she's always right. And that happens in both these shows. And then there's another girl and then there's a guy who's always wrong. And then the black people are always awesome, and here's the thing. It's not that the white people are always incompetent and stupid and evil. It's not that the men are always incompetent and stupid and evil. But I guess this is white, this is white man privilege. I mean, it's, it's like, white men get it good. Once again, white men, white men, I guess, are the best. Because in this show, the only kind of person who can be evil... Is a white man the only kind of person who can be completely and utterly stupid? Is a white man so white men kind of get to get you know they, they they get it coming and going or you know I mean I don't mean they get screwed over coming and going I mean they get to they get to come and do what they want they get to go and do what they want because white men are allowed to be good characters they're also allowed to be evil but women character women are only allowed to be good and black black people are only allowed to be good so. I don't know, you know, basically women and black people only get half the roles. And like I said before, Asians get none. I and mean, it makes me think of James Earl Jones, one of the most famous black actors ever. He got his start when he was Dar- the voice of Darth Vader. You know, like being a, being an evil character, if it's a good evil character, is like a huge jumpstart to your career. But anyways, that's not allowed anymore. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.